The Old Testament lesson is written in the 37th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, beginning at the first verse. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me to and fro among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. O my people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. Here endeth the lesson. The Holy Gospel is written in the 16th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, beginning at the 12th verse. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Shall we pray? 
Heavenly Father, thank you that we can read and consider your word together this morning. We pray that your Holy Spirit will open our hearts and minds and that through it you will speak to us, guide us, comfort us, reprove us as you seek to work in our lives. We thank you through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I've chosen to read from Ezekiel this morning from chapter 37 because it shows us how powerful is God's word when it's preached obediently by his servant. Ezekiel, he's told to prophesy and he proclaims God's word just as it was given to him. As a priest... Ezekiel must have been absolutely horrified to walk amongst a lot of unburied bones. The bones, according to Deuteronomy, were cursed, and the priest would have been defiled. And yet, he faithfully follows God's command and proclaims God's word, and as a result, he witnesses the resurrection power of the word that he speaks. Verse 11 that we've just read tells tells us that this is a vision of the people of Israel. Dry, lifeless, without hope, in captivity, in Babylon. But that God is going to breathe new life and new spirit into them. They're his people in spite of their rebellion, their disobedience, and the consequent punishment that they were suffering in Babylon, God doesn't give up on them. He has a plan, a plan for restoration, forgiveness, and renewal, so that through them, his people, the people he's chosen, his promise to Abraham can be fulfilled. That is, that his people will be a blessing to all nations. Several times in chapter 37 that we read part of and the previous one, 36, God emphasizes that his purpose behind this gracious plan is, then you will know that I am the Lord. And in some places it says, that they will know. So he's referring both to the nations and to the people of Israel that they want, that he wants all people to know him and thus to receive his mercy and his blessings. And of course, this is the driving force behind World Mission today. It's the power of his word under the movement of his Holy Spirit. It's because of that same power which works through the faithful preaching of God's word that the Langham Partnership is training preachers in more than 60 countries all around the world. And during the past 10 years, my ministry has been to help Uh, to establish and build up the Langham preaching movement 
throughout the whole of Indonesia. And in Indonesia, there are something like 25 million nominal Christians. 25 million. But we see these numerous thousands of churches. We see them bound in tradition. Like a country of dry bones. Waiting for the renewing power of God's word to bring them to life. So, by inspiring and training a new generation of faithful Bible teachers who are proclaiming and modeling God's word, we are currently witnessing a transformation in individual lives and in whole congregations. When a preacher suddenly realizes that his task is not just a transfer of information, but a channeling of God's power through his word, it's as if a light bulb suddenly clicks on. His face lights up. A new enthusiasm drives him. And the new spiritual hunger grips him. One of the common points we emphasize in these training courses is that if a preacher is growing spiritually himself, then his congregation will follow that example. But sadly, the converse is also true. And sadly and very frequently, the preaching which is done as just a routine obligation by the pastor is attended by a congregation that just attends routinely as well. And this is the problem that we seek to bring back to new life through the preaching of the word of God with power in Indonesia. There's still a long way to go. The number of Langham trainers in Indonesia is still very limited. And their resources are even more limited Gradually, these dry bones are coming together. New life is returning. So I want to ask you folks this morning to pray. Pray that this strategic movement that the Lord is working throughout Indonesia will bring back to life this huge army, this 25 million so that they, in turn, can be a blessing to more than 200 million Indonesians who do not know Christ. This is the, the mission of the Langham program that we're involved in. But, perhaps here today, we should also take a look in the spiritual mirror and ask ourselves are we being renewed daily by the power of God's word so that we too as God's people can be a blessing to many Amen